You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery! Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. But my expiration date is coming up, even though I'm like 12 years younger than him because I'm a girl and that I need to worry about getting married. Yeah, we're like spoiled milk over here. <laughs> Help us. I swear I'm basically cottage cheese at this and point. And we expire quicker because we're more of a precious dairy because we have a podcast. So yeah. We even have more. I'm, I'm literally, more, uh, I'm blue cheese at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like... Welcome to episode two of the second season. We are interviewing today this comedian. Her name is Sarah Fatemi. Um, so she's a comedian in LA and she messaged us like a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah, we, we get a lot of awesome DMs from different followers and it's always so exciting hearing from you guys. But this one was especially interesting. Um, she messaged us. Hey, I created a fictional comedy web series about your guys' podcast. Check it out. Um, And it's called Saffron and Rose, and we did check it out. And ever since we watched it, like, we were kind of comparing the characters, trying to decide, like... (laughs) Which ones are we... Yeah, I feel like they're both a mixture of the both of us. Yeah, I don't think either of us are one or the other. Yeah, but but it was funny to see it, and it was really cool and very flattering to, like, see that someone created a whole sketch based on us. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we didn't know about it. But anyways, now we're having her on so she can talk about it and explain how she got into it. Apologies ahead of time if the quality is bad. Hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? We're good. Hey guys, we actually had to cut out a lot of the interview because of the poor quality. It wasn't very audible, um, but it's going to resume right here with slightly better quality. And sorry again if it seems a bit choppy. Uh, My name is Sarah. So I am a stand-up comedian. Uh, Also, now I'm currently a a story producer on The Shaws of Sunset. Um, I am a writer as well as... as, uh, 
um, not for the show. I am also an actress and writer. I have my own web series called Saffron and Rose, and with the apostrophe for trademark reasons. When <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a political comedy sketch that I wrote, produced, and starred in that'll be coming out in about a month, hopefully. And yeah, but my main thing is stand-up comedy. I do shows just about every other night. So wow. yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Is- are most of your skits like about growing up Persian and about being Persian? Because you weren't surrounded by Persians growing up. It was just your family. They were like your inspiration, I guess. Um, a little bit. You know, I would say about maybe 40 to 45 percent of it is about being Persian in some way. Actually, it's very interesting because I'm working on a new bit that compares where I'm from, which is the Midwest, uh, you know, very, very religious uh very a little bit you know for lack of a better word and i'm not talking about everybody but you know there's like kind of that white trash element uh here and there um my parent one of my parents is from a city in iran which is actually kind of the muslim version of that and so you know very religious very kind of traditional uh small town feel and so it's actually the and you know the crowd last night was actually all american and they they loved it they so you know it's it's i try to put a unique spin on it because I do know that there's a lot of other Persian comics. I'm friends with them. But, um, you know, we all kind of, in a way, had the same upbringing. Like, you guys remember, whenever you messed up, your parents would chase you around the house with their shoe. No. Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. We had um, Melissa Shoshahi a few months ago. I don't know if you... I am. I'm friends with her. She's great. Yeah. She's, she's awesome. Yeah, we really liked her. It's, like... So many more Iranian women are comedians now. I feel like before, like a few years ago, or not a few, but like 10 years ago, it was like dominated by men. Yeah, it was just like Maz Jobrani, Maximini. And like, like, we have so many. We had her, we had um, Noam. We had like, there's yeah, so many. Yeah, Noam Schuster from Israel. She's also Persian. Noam Schuster. Hmm, I don't know her, but Mel is a friend of mine. She's awesome. She's been a supporter from day one. I mean, she's kind of, you know, I mean, she's she was kind of the one of the first Iranian American comics. So we all kind of looked up to her. But there are a lot more now. Um, actually, we did. I did an event a few months ago called Persian Girls Night Out, and it was by my friend Mona Sheikh, who runs the Minority Reports uh, series, where it focuses on um, comic voices and you know minorities. And we did this whole red carpet event with just Persian comedians, uh, female comedians, and Tehran Soparvaz was the host. And we had like the Shahs of Sunset, we had Morvari, Shabnam Jale, Eddie Attar. Uh, Navid Negahban from Aladdin. They all showed up. They walked. They, <laughs> they walked list. the red carpet. Wow. They they watched the show. Oh, there was press. It was awesome. So I mean, it's really it's really a new kind of uprising, and it's so cool. No, it is, yeah. and we're happy that we can interview people like you and Melissa um, or Mel. Maybe I should say Mel, Mel. to sound to sound more like part of the the. <laughs> <laughs> the cool kids um but like not to sound like narcissist because me and natalie are totally not narcissists but, not at all 
but what went into the development of your characters on Saffron and Rose? Like, how did you come up with those two? Because they're like kind of polar opposites, and they're both like they both are like total archetypes of the Persian girl. Yeah, and you know, so one thing that I've always kind of gotten frustrated with in the media is that one story. So it's like. You know, we see um, in movies, oh, Persians are portrayed a certain way, um, but then we might, for example, see in another show, well, no, they're actually not like that. They're yeah. this way. And they're and dynamic. Whole, yeah, and but that whole concept of, you know, this just one stereotype or the two stereotypes, that really frustrated me. So I really wanted to show that. But the question yeah. I hate the most when people, when I tell people I'm Persian is, oh, what city are you from? Because they think that every Persian cares about what city their parents came from. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a major stereotype. Yeah, and it's like, no offense, but are we going to act like people have heard of anything besides Tehran anyway? I know. <laughs> you know? L- literally, I was telling someone, the person who asked me, I was like, oh, like my dad's from this city, and he's like, what's that? I'm like, ugh, doesn't matter. He grew up in Tehran anyway. Literally, everyone grew up in Tehran. Yeah. Nobody yeah. lived in I'm I'm like 100% sure that every other city in Iran was just had like zero population. Like they just <laughs> all squeezed into Tehran somehow. You know, I get asked about the the nightclub scene in Tehran a lot and I'm like, buddy, you know, I mean, my family's a little more conservative. It's just, you know what I mean? It, that's the thing, that whole one or two stereotypes and you're like, well, no, actually this this and this and then they're like, well, doesn't that mean it's just a whole can of worms. I'm so glad you guys also <laughs> kind of um experience that. Yeah, but um, you know, going back to the two girls, do you guys know Broad City? Yeah. No. I love that show. I am obsessed with Abby and Ilana. I love their dynamic. Um, I love that. I mean, you could argue that they're kind of similar, but I do feel like in terms of maybe uh, conscience, they're definitely different. And I did want to have elements of those. You know, I wanted them to not be able to butt heads, but at the same time, you know, smoke weed together or, you know, eventually be able to run this show together. And so, um, yeah. Natalie was saying that she was the Roxy of the... Was it Roxy her name? I can't... Which one was the more out there one? And which one was Roxy. the shy one? Yeah, Roxy. so Natalie so claims she's I was like, oh, a, I'm so Roxy. I'm definitely the Roxy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I think on the podcast, I just sound more like the Roxy because like I, I talk more about certain things. About certain yeah. things. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Roxy was an awesome character. I loved writing her. Shoddy was actually, it's ironic, the character that I was writing for myself was a little more complex because I was like, well, I want her to be strong, but I also need her to have these hangups and, you know, but Roxy was just absolutely awesome. I mean, I think we all have a little desire inside of us to be like Roxy. I definitely... I think it's the fact that she just gives zero fucks. And I think that's what a lot of girls tell us when they hear about the podcast or that they hear that we're we're the ones recording the podcast. (laughs) Well, of course. Like, neither of us would do this if we gave a fuck about what people thought about us. 
Okay, uh, I mean, I don't know. I care about what people think, but like, no, but you don't in care a different enough to sense. not do the podcast. That's no, okay. no, I care about like, th- like, I'm not going to say, oh, I don't care what people think about me. I care what people think about me, but I don't think I'm doing anything wrong to th- like to stop doing this. Okay, but a lot of girls, their responses to like finding out that we're the ones doing the podcast is, oh, good for you. I would never have the guts to do that because I yeah. care too much what people think about me. Or like That's people's response when when girls tell us, oh, wow, good for good you. For you. Uh, that that means like wow, I would you. never do that, but it's great that you are. Yeah, because I want to listen to it, but I don't want to be the one. Or like. It someone once was like someone we were out and someone told this persian girl that was out with us like oh you should go on their podcast it would be so funny before we even like could say anything and she was like i'm not trying to do that i'm still trying to get married it's like wait you know someone said that to me like a week ago I'm referencing that that I'm I talking mean, I about. Mean, that's just their way of saying that they're, you know, they're they're definitely envious that you guys don't give any fucks. Like they wish they were that brave, you know, they were that. But why so is I mean, this? I guess what I'm saying is that why is it brave to talk about subjects that every other culture in America, not every other, but like because Persians Amer- are the most secretive culture to ever exist. Yeah, <laughs> like. I- I don't know. It's just everything is a secret. Dating is a secret. Being pregnant is a secret. Um, the only thing they really brag about is getting engaged or married. That's the only thing I see posts of. <laughs> Nobody posts pictures of like their pregnancy in the first like eight months. Or like nobody like posts pictures of like dating. Nobody posts pictures of like really anything except for getting married. No. It's the only yeah, thing that people yeah. want to brag about these days. You know, some people are really a slave to what other people think. Like, I'm going to be honest, up until maybe about two years ago, I, I was like that. You know, I wasn't like that necessarily as a kid. But you know what I mean? I mean, growing up with Persian guilt, oh, mardom chifek mikonan, or people are going to say this, people do that. And when you're at such a vulnerable age, that kind of thing just, it it really messes with your head. And then I remember I started getting really uptight in high school and, oh, people will think I'm, you know, this or, you know what I mean? It's a very toxic way to think. And, you know, it, 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 I'm, a, I'm an extrovert, but it induced some social anxiety you know to the point where i could barely even have a drink without thinking oh my god did i say something stupid when i was like tipsy or whatever it's just so you know we live in america like we have the right to live our lives it's like didn't we come here for that yeah but like for example in where you grew up in ohio if there weren't other persians like you still felt that pressure like of what maradon would think yeah actually um like who were you afraid of getting judgment from i'm not trying to undermine i'm just like trying to understand well you know i mean ohio is pretty conservative um you know i mean if they're quote unquote white people are a little different than out here a little less liberal and you know over there there's still also that whole race about getting married and um this that and the other but you know uh there was also a community of uh people from Iran that I started hanging out with my last couple years of college and you know that that really freaked some of my relatives out they were like oh you don't want you know because you're wearing shorts you don't want people to think you're having sex or you know just oh my god I can't I can't that's so when I hear stuff like that because you're wearing shorts you don't want people to think or even living on your own I'm sure when you told your parents you wanted to move all the way to California by yourself like 
I'm sure in their heads, at least, they were thinking like, oh, people are going to think you're going to L.A. to prostitute yourself. Uh, um, I don't know if it was to that extent. I mean, they knew I was going <laughs> I to graduate know. school. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, the whole like, you know, I was 21 years old and I was hiding a boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, just, uh, oh, wow. just, just to that extent. Yeah, yeah. I did but, that. You know, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. You know, I'm But you know what I mean? Just, well, I meant he wasn't, he wasn't shit, you know? Really, it was just a, uh, it's crazy. Everyone goes through their rebellion phase when they're like 15, 16. I went through when I was like 21, 22. Like, I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah. I think that's yeah. interesting, though, that you're saying like this fear of judgment translates into the culture of uh non-persians in ohio like that's so interesting because in la where i grew up like specifically beverly hills people wouldn't give a fuck what any person of like another culture would think like persian girls when they want to date go on a date they'll go somewhere where there's like only white people not like what or just like any person who's not Persian. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, mm-hmm. it's so interesting because they only care what other Persians think. Yeah, and it makes me wonder, you know, if I grew up here, if it would be even harder for me. Like, because I mean, you know, I mean, I, I knew eventually I was I was going to leave. and But I mean, it was mainly around the community of the people from Iran. And, you know, I, like, you know, hearing stuff like, oh, you know, Persians are so connected that even your family in Iran could hear this, even <laughs> that, and then tainted forever. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, tainted whoa, forever. That's such a, yeah. I hate that. I hate that. That whole, like, you know, I mean, it's just, yeah. It's, yeah. You're marked with yeah. fear. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought this web series, you know, I mean, I thought a comedic web series would kind of get the conversation going as well as, you know, making people laugh because I, there's this phrase, I mean, people are saying nobody listens to, or we make fun of, we laugh at politicians, but we listen to what stand-up comedians say, whatever. Um, sorry if that comes off wrong, but you know, I mean, comedy can really make you think it's like, well, why are we so afraid of this? Why, why do we care what people think, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we yeah. we use comedy like in most of our episodes, especially in the early ones, because yeah. I don't know. I, there's like a quote from Joan Rivers that I really love, and like she has to make. She says that she has to make things funny to mm-hmm. to um get people to, to deal listen. with no to deal with her pain. Like that's how you move on. Like she made a joke about her husband being an anti- amputee. And she's like, well, this is how I deal with my pain. And, like, that's been something that's, like, that's, like, the, been the motto of my life. Like, I, I laugh about the tragic, the tragedies in my life. But it's also, like, it's in that way, too. I mean, that's what satire is, right? Exactly. You're, you're shedding, because comedy, like, making people laugh is, like, one of those pure emotions that can get anyone to respond. Um, and it's, like, a universal thing. So I do think that it's effective so i don't think it came off wrong i completely agree with that actually that's awesome yeah yeah but you know yeah that whole like worrying about what people think i feel like i'm finally you know uh in the last year or so have finally broken out of that and it's like stand-up definitely helped with that like why give any fucks like you know give no fucks like you know that girl talking about wanting to be married i mean 
would you want to be married to someone who judged you based on an interview at a podcast? Like, people can't, you know what I mean? Like, come on, does that sounds like hell. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think those type of girls that say such things, they're the type of people that would judge a guy for the same yeah. thing. Like, they obviously have their own deep, like, rooted issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that mean to say? Yeah. No, no not at all. Of, though, speaking of, though, can we please talk about the double standard when it comes to guys and girls? <laughs> oh, you, you listen to our other episodes. <laughs> you think the man, yeah. the, the fuck that men are encouraged to be man whores, meanwhile da- daughters are encouraged to stay home and cook. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> Read a biology man, textbook. And... Went on a date with this Persian guy a few weeks ago, and um, he, you know, he's 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 been around. I mean, I only know because he's proud enough to brag about it. Oh God! Um, on your yeah. date. Yeah, oh, yeah, on, like, the first date, and I'm like, okay, I didn't know this was open for business, but all right. This uh, was a second date? <laughs> well, and then he's like, he's like, you know, to be real with you, though, I mean, I wanted to challenge him a little bit, and I'm like, okay, so what if a girl has done the, those same things? He's like, to be honest, the less people a girl has slept with, the better. And I'm like, oh, oh, honey, that's, you know, I just, that double standard, it just, it really, it really... You know, yeah, I actually I had a similar date and I spoke about it um, in one of our earlier episodes. This is back when I didn't think that anyone I knew would be listening to the podcast. And then my cousin's girlfriend of the time showed him the podcast. And when he found out it was me, he messaged me. He's like, Natalie, were you really that surprised that a Persian guy would tell you that he wants to marry a virgin? Because this is what a Persian guy told me on the first date. And I was like, no, I wasn't surprised he said it. I just think it's fucking ridiculous. Um, and let's talk about it. <laughs> and I, I told the guy on the date, at, at the time I was a virgin, um, but I wanted to stand up for all women who made the choice not to be one because that's they have that right the same way a guy has that right. And yeah. I told him, I'm like, you're sexist. And basically I told him, like, if this was to move forward, basically what you're telling me is to never sleep with you because then we're never going to get married. And he just, he was silent. Like, he had nothing to say, obviously, Boom, because <laughs> he basically cock-blocked he, himself. Exactly. He <laughs> cock-blocked himself. Like, he just made himself look like such an idiot. And he had nothing to say. And I was like, you see exactly. So, like, why are you saying things like that? You're sexist. And then he goes, I'm not sexist. And I'm like, are you a virgin? And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, then that makes you sexist. So, like, there's this kind of trend in the Persian community where, like, because they think that they that they encourage women to get their education and find some sort of temporary job like a PA that they're actually really empowering women. I feel but at bad the same, for the amount of episodes we've shat on PAs. I'm sorry, PAs, we, <laughs> we still need you. It's still like a job. That Please keep listening. <laughs> um, to all the girls out there who are keep PAs. assisting physicians. Yeah. But, oh my God, I'm going to help. But, I mean, it's not because it doesn't just end there. It This is like a really basically phony response and like, kind of this um it's like this managerial response it's like oh okay well like now we we solve the women problem because we just like dismiss them in this way we're like oh you can go to usc and get your po and you can do that but it's like we don't want you to like we don't want your personality to even um 
exhibit like any kind of we don't want you to get like life-changing careers where it's gonna block you from being a mother and a wife basically yeah like let's not forget like first and foremost you're a virginal woman and you need to bear children like this is still this is like these are the images that we feel like we have to are you okay Sarah's getting arrested. Her family called the police because she's on Persian Girl podcast. Uh oh! Oh shoot! Actually, Natalie, I wanted to ask you: Was this guy who told you that from Iran, or was he born and raised here? <laughs> no, <laughs> he was born and raised here. That's the saddest oh. part. They don't change. They all adapted the same mentality as their fathers. Like sometimes my mom likes to tell me, like, no. Natalie, you're lucky you're dealing with a newer generation. They're better men now. And I'm like, Mom, no, they're the same men that you dated. Like, they're the same oh sexist, backwards, old-fashioned men. That's so that's so messed up. And you know what I was thinking, actually? Because I've actually, you know, kind of struggled with this uh, the, the last uh, few months. I mean, I'm, I'm 27, so I have some time. What if a woman, a Persian girl, doesn't even want to get married or have kids, you know? I mean, you know, especially in L.A., I see more and more, not necessarily Persians, but I see people just kind of foregoing on having kids. Because let's face it, kids are expensive. Why not open another bottle of champagne, honey, go to Vegas, you know? Uh, (laughs) Anyways, but we wanted to get to the phrase of the week, which is a new segment we've added Um, last week. I'm just going to go first because this is like my favorite thing. But last week, mine was um, which is like, do you do you know this word? So. I've heard of it. I don't know what it means. is like, I wow, I should really clarify with my mom, but I just know how to use it like in a sentence. But it's like to like go talk to someone disgusting or go somewhere it's disgusting. Like, it's like it's in like, a more extreme vers- version of like no host. No host. No host. Like no host. So last week was regbat, but this week is tarat. And tarat, I realize, is also basically the same word, but like the same meaning, but a different word. And it's like, um, I'm trying to think of like who. Like Tahata Katy Perry Nadaram. Like she's so fucking annoying. Her like, music sucks. Like you don't have Why? the patience for it. Yeah, like. no patience, like no energy. So I'm really into like the Rikbat Tahat like uh you know, sector of I've, words. I've actually heard that phrase before. I had a friend of mine tell me, and this friend of mine is a, a virgin well into her thirties, but you know, not <laughs> <laughs> Not not by choice necessary. Like you know, it's by choice, but it's not because I mean, she grew, she grew up in Iran, and uh, uh, you know, one of those families super feirati. Feirat means like oh, care about what people think, and you know, I have to wait till I'm married. And I know she she was in love with this guy she wanted to marry, and she's like, boy, is like when we're getting married, like I cannot wait to screw this guy. Oh, that's an interesting <laughs> way to use uh, yeah. I, I, I like that in that context. I like using it that way. It's very interesting. Yeah. yeah um, mine, I would say, is uh, lots. Like, oh. Lot. like you oh know, my God, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot, like cheap. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's kind of a call out. I, I don't know. It's 
just it rolls off the tongue. It's beautiful. It's offensive and beautiful at the same time. My Can you thing. explain it better <laughs> to the listeners? I feel like some people don't use lot a lot. So lot a lot. Lot lotoluti. That kind of means like you know someone who maybe who's a little cheap. They come off like they're always wanting to fight. You know they're uh, very uh, kind of aggressive in a way. I mean. There's a there's a more formal term I guess you could it's called pachavadam pachavadam you did like someone who's always kind of like um, uh, you know like it's kind of street style I guess you could say yeah I don't know I've heard lot yeah it's like we're a street person like scoundrel mm-hmm. kind of um. yeah <laughs> so my my word of the week sure. isn't necessarily a word it's more. A sound that has many meanings. Yeah. Um, it's. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that. I'll repeat it. It's. <laughs> and and means like if someone's pissing you off, you could just go. It's you know? like it's usually mostly it's involuntary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Millie, what was that? It's like the. <laughs> it's like. Or it's like if you let's say you drop your fork Why? on the floor, <laughs> you could be like, you know, like yeah, like it's like saying like fuck or like ugh or like the it's the Persian version of ugh. <laughs> like, Wait, boy, that? No, no. <laughs> Wait, we hear. Uh, it's this. Oh, aha, uh-huh. aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, man, I love it. I love how Persians we can just express like how we feel, not even through words, just by sounds. Yeah, just like the smallest sound can mean so much. Like it could just mean you're really pissing me off. <laughs> I yeah, remember when I had someone ask me today, "What does Achjan mean?" And I was like, "Well, like <laughs> I thought about it for like ten minutes, and I was like, the best way I can describe it, it's like you're releasing endorphins." <laughs> Yeah, basically. Oh, <laughs> I feel like yeah. it's, it's mostly said to like, children, though. Oh my god! Like a child could literally like make a snot bubble with its nose, and like their grandma will yeah. be like, "Oh, June!" Like, <laughs> I feel yeah. like it's used in so many contexts. But I wanted to say something really wrong. What? I just wonder if like really Iranian people say that like when they're intimate. <laughs> What when they're having yeah. sex? Like instead like of oh, oh instead of oh baby, oh June, <laughs> ew, oh my god. My mom is that gonna is a thing, Actually, um, have you guys heard of the film Circumstance? No. No. So it's a movie. I mean, it's uh, it's about like two lesbians, I guess, uh, two Persian female lesbians. And by the way, I saw this movie with my parents when I was in high school. Oh so, God! Wow. Yeah, get that picture in your brain. Um, there was like a sex scene, and they kept saying "Ah June" while I'm sitting on the couch next to my Wait, mom. Wait, so I was right. I knew it. Oh my God. Yeah, your parents that- didn't change the channel during the sex scene. My dad once accidentally, quote unquote. Change the channel when a uh, during a Disney movie a guy was shirtless <laughs> applying deodorant and my dad quote unquote accidentally changed the channel. I'm dying. That is hilarious. I'll no, never I mean, forget because he really tried to make it seem like it was an accident. He was like, "Oh, whoops!" and then like <laughs> started flipping through the channels and like wouldn't go back. That is hilarious. Oh my god. That that sounds like Yeah, you know, it was it was one of those foreign movies on um uh, Netflix, so 
because my parents saw the word Persian and Iran, they were like, oh my God, it's an Iranian movie. So of course we had to watch it. And then I think they, they wanted to change the channel, but they didn't want to be like, we're not going to support Persians yeah. on Netflix. So they kept it on. But man, it's just it all, yeah, all like Iranian cinema of the last 20 years has been like extremely subversive films. Like at, um, the Hammer Museum in LA, there's the Billy Wilder Theater, and they had a Persian cinema month. And I remember, like, I was going like every other night. They were playing so many films, and all of them were like tackling really serious problems that, like, that were happening in households in Iran, and uh, same as Iranian households in America. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, and let everyone know how they can find you. Plug yourself. Yeah, so uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Sarah Fatimi Comedy. That's S-A-R-A-H-F-A-T-E-M-I Comedy on Instagram. On Twitter, I'm Sarah Key June, S-A-R-A-K-I-J-O-O-N. In retrospect, it would have been a good idea to have the same Instagram and Twitter name, but too late <laughs> now. Um, we were, it was like, a different time back then. You can also... Um, follow my web series saffron and rose just type in s-a-f-f-r-o-n apostrophe n-r-o-s-e and i'm also going to be having another sketch that'll be releasing soon and i also update my show dates on uh instagram and yeah yeah we have a big like um like most of our listeners are in la so if you have any shows coming up like that well we're so glad Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. We got to interview you, and we're so happy you reached out to us. Yeah, we didn't even so know this existed, on. and we're like, I don't know, it's so cool. That I'm so happy you guys had me. I really appreciate it, and I'm so excited. I'm so happy that your podcast exists, and I love listening to your episodes, and you both are really awesome. You're awesome like trailblazers for Persian-American girls. No, right by God, right by got you. Mm-hmm. Thank awesome. you. It's such a big compliment coming from, like, another tra- like trailblazer in the Persian community oh, that is you are so that is thank you I really appreciate it but yeah I mean you know we gotta stick to, you know we gotta um you know uh, stick together and kind of uh what do you call it um you know connect I mean it's like we're kind of like a Persian female mafia you know what I mean <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Well, you have a wonderful night. I know it's a lot later for you than it is for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye, good night. Bye. Good night, good night.
Okay. So, um, I think both Millie and I have gone on many rants since the beginning of this podcast, and some of them have become famous amongst our friends and family who listen. (laughs) We get picked on for some of them. And I think one of the rants I, Natalie, have gone on in the past um, that my friends made fun of me for was my Southeast Asia rant, which was about all these basic-ass guys um, all writing the same thing on their dating apps. It's as if there's, like, a website... And it's just like a platform with like five options of answers for questions on Hinge. And they just all use the same one over and over again. Yeah, it's like an automatic fill in. Yeah, (laughs) it's like, where will you find me at a party playing with the dog? Or stealing the ox cord. Wow, bro. (laughs) Uh, I know the best place in town for tacos and hamburgers. And... (laughs) My next trip, I want to go to Southeast Asia. Nowhere in specific, just literally anywhere in Southeast Asia. Um, so I would like to talk about the fact that apparently Patagonia yeah, that's the new is the new Southeast Asia. I'm just getting so I mad because we were literally on apps just like doing research. Um. <laughs> what? <laughs> we were on apps doing research okay fine i was conducting research (laughs) as one does (laughs) i was taking a shit and i was like i'm ending that uh so we were at a bar and i was uh swiping through apps just to see how stupid people's responses are because it's kind of funny it's comical we should do a drinking game for every time a guy brings up southeast asia (laughs) patagonia dogs and hamburgers um so and pizza yeah. so one of the one of the two responses within five minutes was about patagonia and then i just came to the conclusion that patagonia is the new southeast asia like for some reason guys basic ass guys started like yeah well also like i don't understand why people think spontaneous travel decisions equals oh an interesting God, personality Every it's like most guy. spontaneous thing i done went to the airport with my friends and got a one-way ticket to this went South to Asia. went to yeah went to the airport and went to this place quit my job and traveled it's like why is that first like do they I don't know. Is there some sort of like, again, like, I don't is know. That is that it a cult? attractive? I'm going to, I feel like, wow. That doesn't mean, or like people put their <laughs> consumer habits as their personality trait. Also, they're like, oh, I like to wake up, get a, I love when my cold brew coffee is this temperature and I have a full subway card and I get to the gym and it's like this. And it's like, why are you telling me about your consumer habits? You fucking robot. <laughs> Like when my iPhone is fully charged. Wow, that's pretty depressing. <laughs> like your life is really dull. Oh my god. Recently Sorry. my You can tell how like <laughs> bitter we are about things. Like- oh my god. Um the amount of times any girl has de- deleted and like re-uploaded a dating app is just comical. Like we just get so bored at a certain point that we're just like I'm going to re-download this and then someone messages us hey beautiful you think you can handle this giant cock and it's like okay i'm deleting this now i remember why i deleted it in the first place i've never received a message like that oh i've multiple of my friends have received such the craziest message i received was (laughs) it was so funny i give him so much props i should have matched with him to see what he would have said after but he was like hi i'm from the hinge team we've decided to take down your account as it's violating the rules of restrictions for being too hot or something like that. 
Oh my god, I, I can't. It was real for a second, and then I realized you like, thought oh, it was real. No, I didn't. I narcissist. No, not for being hot. I just saw the first few lines of like, we've removed your account. <laughs> we've like flagged it for a violation of its terms of use. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, have I officially become like that? Um, like I don't know, but but you know what? <laughs> One of our friends was saying that. Like these guys that are on dating apps, it's usually guys who are too lazy to make a move in person. And when she said that, it was kind of like a light bulb moment for me. It's like, why? Like, so why? Why do I want to be on an app where like they're not gonna look if they're too lazy in real life? I mean, yeah, that happened to me recently. Like, I don't want to. I deleted it. I'm like, I'm done. (laughs) I I have a friend that was in a relationship for about three years and recently got out of that relationship. And I helped her make a profile because I'm like, you need to get back in there. Well, yeah, that's the best time and, to make one. And uh, she messaged me today asking, she's like, Natalie, is it normal for a guy to ask you for your number after such a short conversation? Like, aren't you supposed to talk more? And I literally responded to her. Wait, let me read this message. This is my response to my poor friend getting back into the dating field. I said, uh, she said, is it weird when a guy asks for your number right away? I'm like, nothing is weird anymore. I said everything is weird and normal at the same time. It's a jungle. Yeah. Which is basically the truth. Like there is no weird or normal. There is no like first date equals drinks or first date equals this or you're supposed to go on a date after one week of talking or like there's just no rules anymore. There are no rules. There's no way to read people. You can't understand anything. You could talk to someone for a month and have them never ask you out or you can have someone ask you out tomorrow. Like it's just there. There are no like it's a jungle. There's no more rules. Nothing makes sense anymore. But I want to like set out some rules for anyone who is struggling on these apps. <laughs> I don't This could apply to women, too. I've never seen a woman's profile, but like just from like my perspective and i feel like you would agree with me too i don't think like on hinge when it says what you're looking for you should actually write what you're looking for i've like noticed some people are like i'm looking for like they literally would write like i'm looking for a jewish woman who's like this is that it's like don't be such a hack first off no one wants to know exactly like that's too much no like we don't need to be that serious right okay now. how about when a guy Second writes off, wants kids yeah like, i always see that i see that i know i'm like what are you gonna do like pop holes in like the less the better i think just be like funny like don't okay. put selfies how about how about when pics? guys choose every religion they're like i'm hindu jewish muslim agnostic atheist christian you never saw that because guys know that certain girls only filter to one religion so they write that they're all the religions so that they can match with every girl that's not brilliant it's annoying because when i see it i'm like what are you really i don't know and i don't want you (laughs) oof 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 is right okay another thing that guys do wrong on dating profiles stop posting pictures with other good-looking girls because these are just unidentifiable girls how do i know if this is your ex if this is your hot friend that i'm gonna be annoyed at and jealous of (laughs) um also it makes you look like a loser because it makes me think that like you feel the need to post a picture with a hot girl to show that you can get hot girls or that hot girls look your way and talk like (laughs) like i don't understand like guys reasoning for posting that or um 
if a guy posts a picture with a baby or a dog, it just makes me think that they have low confidence and they feel ne- the need to have like this cute baby or this cute dog in their picture. Well, no, I feel like they're trying to show that they're capable of domestic life. It's weird. There's like mating calls via Internet dating profiles now. Like it's such a what's like the dating profile version of peacocking. What's peacocking? Okay, so like with peacocks, only the male peacock has nice feathers. The woman peacocks are really ugly. So when the male peacock wants to attract the woman, he like ruffles his feathers and like lets them all show so they sparkle there is no the male peacocking is just showing up they think that their mere presence is like a god's gift and this is not just persian men this is all men in new york city who think they're just gracing (laughs) women's presence by just being there you're not doing us any favors we don't even want you okay i feel like the maybe the like white trash version of peacocking is posting a picture with a big fish <laughs> like oh like i can catch a big fish <laughs> yeah i can provide here's this and, and wearing those weird sunglasses the that Oakleys. have the rope around the head yeah Oakley. oh my god i can't um wait so i <laughs> want to do the red flag deal breakers that we came up with oh, okay should i go well um you can go first because mine is kind of more specific to like small communities where there's a lot of overlap in dating so mine's like very specific as opposed to yours oh okay well i think mine is like kind of something that you face a lot in the persian community but also amongst like younger men so which one of these is a red flag and which one is a deal breaker a guy who lives at home who's like in his late 20s but he's like you know has good hygiene like practices good hygiene or a guy who doesn't live at home has his own place but it's like nasty and he has no height he does not practice hygiene it's literally it's like scary when you go in there like the toilet is really you know if you're asking me personally as opposed to like the average girl I feel like the average girl wouldn't mind. I'm asking you first. Okay, so if you're asking me, I'm going to say I wouldn't work well with the guy that doesn't have good hygiene because I'm so lazy that, like, I'm not going to be his mommy and clean up after him. But a lot of girls, when they see a guy that's, like, a mess that lives on his own, they're like, oh, yes, I can fix him and make him what I need him to be and shape him. And he's like Play-Doh and I'm going to shape him and I'm going to okay, make him into a clean was, person. I feel like you're making this really complicated. <laughs> which one is the deal breaker and which one is just a red flag? Um, I'd say the lack of hygiene. Fuck, this is hard. I have to decide between having his mom hear us have sex and, <laughs> and, and finding old condoms in bed. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which one's worse? Um, I guess I'd rather a guy who has his own place. I don't, like, I guess at that age, if a guy isn't making enough money, but he hasn't moved out yet, it's next level, like, laziness as opposed to, like, having moved out and, like, taking that next step in your life, but just being messy and not being like mature enough yet to like be more clean but i feel like like do some men ever get clean like i live in a household or like my and i feel like 
maybe a lot of Persian dads are this way, but like my dad is really clean and like he helps also clean the house. Like whenever we're like doing dishes, like I've always seen my dad help in the kitchen. I've never. So it's like, I don't understand these men who like they're fucking shalakhtis basically. Well, okay. But compare that to my dad. Who's like a man child. He's literally my dad. I don't think ever surpassed the age of like 16. He's the messiest person I've ever met and the laziest person like people think I'm lazy. I'm only lazy because I'm in constant competition with my dad for who can be lazier. Like my dad sometimes will be like, oh, do you want tea? I'm like, yeah. He's like, "Okay, great. Go make some and then make me a cup also. So then I'll do the same thing to him. I'll be like, oh, daddy, you want fruit? He's like, yeah. I'm like, "Okay, great. Go cut the watermelon in the fridge and then cut me some also. Like we're in constant competition of who can be lazier. So like, I don't know, like. My dad never grew out of that phase. He's always been that person. Mm. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my. <laughs> um. So I guess I would say, late twenties, living at home is the deal breaker. Being a mess is a red flag. Okay. Um. So now mine for you is. Red flag or deal breaker he's a virgin or in the past he's fucked one of your cousins because you know especially any community that's tight-knit there's going to be overlap whether it's with dating or whatever else um like how close would i be with this cousin is it like a close cousin yes Someone you see, talk to on a regular basis. And, like, how long ago was it? It actually <laughs> matters. You. I don't know. I mean, like... I don't... I mean, it happened. I don't know. For me, like, the harder question would be, like, oh, if he's, like, slept with a lot, a lot of people. That would be, like, more of a... You care? I don't, um, I don't care about a guy's number as long as he's clean. I don't know. I mean, for me, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm just, yeah, I'm kind of like that. I just always assume that, like, guys have just been around. I don't really, no, like. No, there are some good men out there who, like, don't have sex with everything that moves. But I don't see that as, like, necessarily a bad trait. I see them as them getting this rebellious phase out of their systems that they're not tempted to do it while they're dating i don't think all men are genetically uh wired to want to fuck everything that no moves. of course not i'm just so saying i don't I believe in this like they, they need did. to get it out of their system I'm it's like I oh i need to get it out of my system to have sex with everything that moves oh my god or else because i'm a man it's like this disgusting like backwards i'm just saying, sex, I'm just like, saying i wouldn't judge notion. them if they did i wouldn't, I wouldn't judge, them, judge them it's just like i this is just something that I find desirable in a partner. Really less? I feel like I'd want him to have more experience so that... No, even when he does have more experience, he doesn't always know what he's doing. Yeah, you know, I don't really think that. women are doing a dishonor I feel like if you're to in other a, women it's not about by how not much. telling a guy when he's bad. Because when they don't tell him he's bad, he thinks he's great. And wait, then he wait. goes on to other women saying, like, thinking that he's great. We got off the subject. Well, because you didn't answer my question. Because I was saying how long ago. Recent. Recent and it's a close cousin. <laughs> Versus him being a virgin. Like how old? 
I don't know. Late I don't 20s. know. I can know. I can't. How old are you going to be dating? Like late twenties? No, I don't think. I think the virgin is the deal breaker. Really? I, I would do the same. Yeah, the cousin. Like whatever. He slept with my cousin. Like okay, like big the, deal. Take like a shower not, and it's yeah. gone. But like being a virgin, ugh. Well, don't say that. See, you're being judgmental. I just don't want to be with someone inexperienced. I don't want to have to be someone's teacher. Okay. No, I mean, like, I'm... uh, Because, yeah, so I don't want to be the one to have to... Yeah. No, I'm the same way. But I don't judge anyone. That sounds like a lot of work. Just, like, imagine having to teach someone I'm sure there are plenty of women who are up for doing that. No, of course. I don't want to alienate any of our listeners. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not saying that it's wrong for anyone else to be... There's a lot of girls out there who not only are virgins, but want the man that they're with to be one also, yeah. because then it's more special for the both of them. Yeah. They've only ever been with each other. So neither of them know how much the other one sucks. Oh my <laughs> God. You're such a bitch. <laughs> Wait, also, I don't know. Is ignorance really bliss? Like if, you, <laughs> if you've never had sex with someone else, I think you'll still know when the person you're with sucks. No, I agree. Just because you can't compare it to anything else doesn't mean you don't know. Like, I'm pretty sure you still know. No, I know. Yeah, that's true. But, like, I some people like to think that, like, people don't know how bad their partner is at sex because they never had anything better. Well, look, like, someone might be bad for one person, but for another person, like, their bad performance is good for them. Yeah. Like, maybe they just like them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just trying to um, not discriminate. <laughs> against any of our listeners listen we have a large range of listeners and also we don't know who 95 percent of them are so we never know who we're discriminating against like it's just gonna happen and if they can laugh at it that's great um but yeah i definitely wouldn't want to be with a virgin that's nice thank you i literally just spent like the last five (laughs) minutes trying to clean up what you just said and then you just shot all over it again (laughs) that's what i do like, I'm, like, the struggling PR <laughs> person working for you, and you're, like, the problematic <laughs> celebrity. It's like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. The celebrity who, like, walks out of clubs at 5 in the morning drunk, like, flashing her boobs to paparazzi. Yeah, gets out of the car without underwear. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that phase of celebrities? That's so that sad. didn't wear underwear? We don't, have, we don't have that anymore. I know. Where are all the trashy celebrities? I really miss We need to bring them phase. back. Who's shaving their head next? Did we talk about that in the last episode? I think I already talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how you how you understand Britney Spears Because now. she was 25 when she shaved her head. Yeah. I have one more year. One <laughs> 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 more might happen. <laughs> oh, goodness. Quarter life crisis. Am I going to have a mental breakdown? Who knows? It could happen. Maybe I'll be one of those people that, like, goes to India for a month and, like, trips out on some oh weird God. drug and like is never please the same be. again and like is standing on a street corner you don't understand mangoes. how lonely i'll be if you do that <laughs> can you imagine you find me i'm like standing in a street corner like juggling mangoes like i have a little hat like out for tips <laughs> <laughs> my hair is like in full-on dreads haven't showered in a month it's weird that i like actually just really like i just had a really vivid image of that and i saw i saw all of it i can see that oh my god and you like come up to me and like because i already have such a bad memory and then also the drug trip i just have no (laughs) idea who you are
Um, <laughs> no, sorry. I just remembered something that happened last week, but I don't know if I should save it for the next episode. Why just say it now? No, it's, oh, it's yeah, just like, sorry. So <laughs> I have poor circulation. We're touching each other's toes, by the way. That's what we do when we <laughs> record. <laughs> we wiggle each other's toes. <laughs> what was I saying? Okay. Um, I went to a dinner last week. It was like sponsored by two synagogues. And wow, the vocal fry is getting deep right now. Um, but I went with my friend who was also, um, uh, she's living here, but she's from LA and we were, appro- can you stop touching my toes? Thank you. <laughs> I'm like trying to, I'm like running. I'm trying to warm up your toes for you. I know, I know, but I'm like getting uncomfortable now. Um, <laughs> cause you're violating me. Yes. I'm kidding. I'm doing you a favor. You piece of shit. Get off so your phone. Grateful. Thank you. And at this dinner, we kept getting approached by like different men and they would be like, oh, Persian L.A. Because I guess there weren't many. Per- we were like one of the few Persians at this pl- dinner. And I just I don't really understand like what made them think we're from L.A. And she said like, oh, it's because we're wearing short skirts or something. And I don't know, like these girls in New York, they don't really know how to dress. I guess. <laughs> That's Everyone not the problem. The problem so is that it's popular poorly. to be religious now. So no, like, no one was dressed. No one was religious. They just had no style. And I guess like it wasn't planned. But like we like, I don't know. My friend was wearing like this red leather jacket and she was like, oh, my God, is this too much? Like everyone's giving me weird looks. It's like the Scarlet A. And then I was wearing the I town horse. Again, I didn't even think that I was wearing anything subversive or anything, but I was wearing like uh, knee high boots and a skirt, which I guess is always kind of like a. I don't know. That could always be. How did you not think that you were going to get looks for knee high boots and a mini skirt? I don't know. And I was wearing a leather jacket. So. VVL. Yeah, I guess I, like, I still don't understand. Like, I don't know. It's just, I, I, I don't know why there's, like, such a big difference. Because people go to these dinners to meet someone. So they go pretending to be a nun. This is <laughs> the whole thing about faking our virginities. Like, girls go to these dinners and dress, like, conservative. Oh, my God. What? I have to. Okay, so basically everyone in this dinner was... <laughs> I was think this is the Syrian. first time our listeners heard you say it like that. But you say it like that all the time. Like you're so dramatic. I know, I know. <laughs> the amount of times today I was looked at on the street for screaming. Oh my god. Uh, so everyone at this, they were either like Syrian or Ashkenazi. Wait, they were Syrian. There were. I didn't know there what were a age? lot of because they all get married at like eighteen. I know. <laughs> so listen, this like random guy who was not really attractive sorry that's really mean came up to me and my friend with his friend and we were really getting ready to leave but we were like oh, there's dessert so let's just have that and then we'll go and then uh i don't know what he said but he was like i guess he had overheard other people saying like la persian how did i know like so he came up with the same bullshit and then um Basically, I found out he was a cardiologist, but before I found that out, he was talking about, like, 
women's reproductive systems and i was like because i was talking about, <laughs> i don't know what you said <laughs> women's reproductive system <laughs> but <laughs> so anyways <laughs> listen so i think that had ca- I, that had come up because he was saying we were both talking about like the Sy- comparing Syrian community versus Persian community. And I was like, yeah, the Syrians get married like much earlier. And I was like, the woman's expiration date is much earlier than the Persian one. Yeah, they expire at like 18 and a half. And I know, I know. So he was like, oh, um, not really. With some money, they can still be good in uh, their late 30s. And then oh, I yeah, for sure. If their families have money and no but he he didn't understand understand what i was saying he literally thought i meant like women can expire like like fertility wise and then (laughs) that yeah he was so like checked out so he started talking about like women's fertility and i was like um no like a lot of women in their 30s have no problem having babies without any help like he was basically saying that women in their 30s like need help to, like i was like no I mean, in their I, like, 40s yeah, yeah but in their 30s no i have family members who were like married they had a kid at like 20 something and then like they got pregnant again at 40 like it just happened and then they kept the baby like you know what i mean it's not like that crazy but anyway so this was happening and then i was like i don't know i was only continuing talking to him because i was just like i th- i don't know i was kind of trolling and then i was and i guess challenging him as our guest earlier mentioned. And then I said, are you an OBGYN? And he made this face and he was like, no, I would never do that. And I was like, what's wrong with that? I was like, oh, okay. And I was like, what's wrong with that? And he was like, I could never imagine like just looking at vaginas all day, like having to do that all day. Isn't that so weird? And I was like, no and i was like aren't you a doctor and he's like yeah i'm a cardiologist i don't have to deal with any of that stuff and i was like that but like stuff. in medical school like they don't really view vaginas as like sexual objects like it's just how do part of how body. yeah like how did you even get to the point you're at right now like i thought this was so strange and then he was like i would much rather inspect a penis all day because at least you just see what's out there you know and I was just like, at this point, I just stopped talking because he was back, just back being, to the poor he was using such guy. like, I don't know. I thought it was really inappropriate language considering I just met him two minutes ago. And then <laughs> my friend's face was just like her jaw dropped. <laughs> and then um, he was like, by the way, I'm really straight, like realizing. And I oh just, and I was like, stop. I can't believe uh. that's like. I don't know, as if he, as if he thought By he had, way, like, I'm any really chance. Straight. How much you want to bet he's not? It's like, not if you that think that the female organ is, like, so repulsive that you can't examine it, examine it then I'm I'm sorry, I have some bad news for you, but I don't think. I don't, sorry, wanna, I don't even have bad news for him. I have bad news for the girl who marries what, him. What, does he need to, like, turn the lights off and, like, yeah, he put turns a sheet off, in between He turns off the light and, the and he's like, I can't look at your vagina, I'll go soft. <laughs> like, imagine <laughs> imagine he's like i need to turn off the lights because as soon as i see your pussy like i'm spaghetti (laughs) (laughs) is this how syrians are or is this how doctors are i actually told my dad about assholes i told my dad about this (laughs) (laughs) what why (sighs) oh my god i would never imagine talking about my dad talking about penises and vaginas my dad 
Well, I was just telling him what this guy said. And I, I realized after, I was like, well, maybe this is kind of a weird story to tell. But I told my dad, because so I was like, can you believe, like, this is like the stranger was telling me these things? This is so strange. And he was like, yeah, doctors, man. It's <laughs> 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 so funny because, I mean, like, yeah, some doctors are really weird. And we remember last season we had one girl who's anonymous and she was telling us about the weird doctors. Like, oh, that said that his hands were insured. Yeah, like they say some weird shit. I mean, honestly, a lot of like Middle Eastern doctors, I think, because being a doctor is like so praised in the community, they think that they're literally God and that people should kiss their feet. Like I have a cousin that has the most repulsive personality I've ever seen. That's, you've talked <laughs> so much shit about your family. <laughs> No, everyone in my family agrees. It's okay. Um, (laughs) But basically, um, whenever we tell him, like, he should treat women nicer because he's, like, really FOB and thinks that women are, like, scum of the earth and don't deserve respect, uh, he says that it's okay, he's a doctor, so anyone would be lucky to have him and that he'll easily get married. But my expiration date is coming up, even though I'm, like, 12 years younger than him because i'm a girl and that i need to worry about getting married yeah we're like spoiled milk over here yeah. <laughs> help us i swear i'm basically cottage cheese at this and we point. expire quicker because we're more <laughs> of a precious dairy because we have a podcast so yeah we even have more i'm i'm literally more, uh, i'm blue cheese at this <laughs> point <laughs> like <laughs> i'm not even not even regular cheese i'm not milk i'm just fucking blue cheese over here I'm Barada. Just feed me to the rats. Oh, really? You're Barada? Fancy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking rotten. I'm spoiled as fuck. Well, Barada is very precious, but it can expire quickly. Uh, you should be Ricotta. Ricotta? That's our new podcast. Barada, <laughs> Barada Ricotta. Ricotta. Why am I Ricotta cheese? That's like another favorite cheese of mine. I don't know. It's like another... like. What if I want to be Brie? That's basic. I love Brie. I love Brie, too. That's my favorite thing. But if they <laughs> Fine. I want to be Swiss, so I'm holy. <laughs> okay. I think I think we've over, <laughs> overstayed our time on this recording device. We love you guys. Thank you for listening to our rant. Don't forget peace out from Barada and Swiss. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a rating and 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 also because I know that none of you are doing it. No, but also if you don't like it, also let us know. Like let us know if you like it. Leave a hateful comment. It's so entertaining. I love reading. No, but we won't. No, but we stop. I, I we want feedback. So. Any anything is helpful, and yeah, we'll then, see you then next. we can talk shit about you on the next episode. <laughs> She's crazy. We're gonna get her psychiatric help next time. <laughs> I can't even afford psychiatric help. I don't have insurance. No, that's why we're gonna do it on the podcast. So like, it'll be advertisement for them, and then they can help you for free. Oh wow! Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. Okay. Coming amazing. soon. <laughs> Bye. This year has us all wanting to be healthier. And that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit vspdirect.com today. That's vspdirect.com.
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.